Good evening. I didn't put it in the chat bar, but our Psalms 111 and 112 begin on page 482. Evening prayer begins on page 21. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Dear, dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God our Heavenly Father, but confess them with an humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we chiefly to do so to do when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary, as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore, I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice, under the throne of the heavenly grace, saying, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 111 and 112, beginning on page 482. I will give thanks unto the Lord with my whole heart, secretly among the faithful and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is worthy to be praised and had in honor and his righteousness endureth forever. The merciful and gracious Lord hath so done his marvelous works, that they ought to be had in remembrance. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He shall ever be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are true. 
They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and equity. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever, holy, and reverend is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do thereafter. His praise endureth forever. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. He hath great delight in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the faithful shall be blessed. Riches and plenteousness shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. Unto the godly there ariseth up light in the darkness. He is merciful, loving, and righteous. A good man is merciful and lendeth, and will guide his words with discretion. For he shall never be moved, and the righteous shall be had in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of any evil tidings, for his heart standeth fast, and believeth in the Lord. His heart is established, and will not shrink, until he see his desire upon his enemies. He hath dispersed abroad, and given to the poor, and his righteousness remaineth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The ungodly shall see it, and it shall grieve him. He shall gnash with his teeth, and consume away. The desire of the ungodly shall perish. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirteenth verse of the sixtieth chapter of the book of Isaiah. The glory of Lebanon shall come to you, the cypress, the pine, and the box tree together, to beautify the place of my sanctuary. And I will make the place of my feet glorious. Also the sons of those who afflicted you shall come bowing to you, and all those who despised you shall fall prostrate at the soles of your feet. And they shall call you the city of the Lord, Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Whereas you have been forsaken and hated, so that no one went through you, I will make you an eternal excellence, a joy of many generations. You shall drink the milk of the Gentiles, and milk the breasts of kings. You shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior, and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Instead of bronze, I will bring gold. Instead of iron, I will bring silver. Instead of wood, bronze, and instead of stones, iron. I will also make your officers peace, and your magistrates righteousness. Violence shall no longer be heard in your land, neither wasting nor destruction within your borders, but you shall call your walls salvation and your gates praise. The sun shall no longer be your light by day, nor for brightness shall the moon give light to you, but the Lord will be to you an everlasting light, and your God your glory. Your sun shall no longer go down, nor shall your moon withdraw itself, for the Lord will be your everlasting light, and the days of your mourning shall be ended. Also your people shall all be righteousness. They shall inherit the land forever. The branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in its time. Here endeth the first lesson. Together the Magnificat on page 26. My soul doth magnify the Lord, 
and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the Epistle to the Hebrews. Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? God also bearing witness, both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. For he has not put the world to come, of which we speak, in subjection to angels, but one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor, and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not yet see all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all one. For which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly I will sing praise to you. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, here am I and the children whom God has given me. Inasmuch, then, as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Nuke de Minas on page 28. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, 
according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who hast given us thy only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Find my notes here. There we go. Interesting as, as our um, collect is that, that we're to become more like Jesus and, um, you know, that... that um, by God sending him these, he's making us into something that we weren't before through, through his son. And in Psalm 111 and Psalm 112, it's kind of an interesting uh, contrast here, or not even a contrast. They, these things, these, uh, each of these Psalms reflect each other. So what we'll see in Psalm 111 is, is, uh, it extols the character of God. It, it promotes God. And in 112, it compares the likeness of God to his faithful followers. So here's an example. I'm going to challenge you later. Go back and um, probably not so much in the prayer book because the verses aren't numbered. But if in your Bible, look at the two verses and read verse 1 of 111 and then read verse 1 of 112 and go through the 10 verses. And um, I think what you'll see is like an example in, in uh, verse 3. In Psalm 111, describing God, his work is honorable and glorious and his righteousness endures forever. 
Um, this is the Lord indeed in word. And then in Psalm 112, we read, Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. And this is describing the man of God. So it's describing the Lord's people and their character and conduct. So we see that um, one of the benefits of uh, following God and, and believing in him and, and serving him is that we become more and more like it, like him. So um, towards some, some of the verses, you may not get the exact um you know, you might not see it right away, but let it let it uh, sink in a little. Let it feel. Let let yourself feel how that is, and it's it's an acrostic, which means that um, in the Hebrew they they went through these ten things, and then in verse then uh, Psalm one twelve they went through them uh, again, and so it was a a poetical thing that they did. So the Psalms go really well together, but I think it'll be fun to do that. Remember also that. If you don't quite get the connection, like there was a couple I thought, well, that's stretching it. But I think in, if we were uh, students of the original language, it e would even make more sense. But it'll be fun to do. So that takes us to Isaiah passage tonight. And so Isaiah has been talking about the glory and shame of, Z of Zion. And so now our focus in, in actually in chapter 56 starts moving away from the, the Babylonian exile and starts talking about the, uh, the homecoming of, of the Israelites as they come back. To, to their promised land. And so the remaining part of Isaiah, as we go through the rest of the book, will fix our attention on the homeland. And it sees the homeland in two ways. It sees it um, as it was before the, um, the exile. It was a place of corruption and devastation. But it also is going to start showing it as uh, what it's going to be like when God has come into the rescue to make it a crown of beauty, as it says. And, and it's going to be a center and magnet of the whole earth. And so what we see is that God's always wanted the um, Israelis were their part of their covenant was to be people of God, but also to draw all the nations with their faith to God. And so um, in what we'll read in the final chapters as we get to the end, we're not there yet, but you'll see that because God's going to welcome the outsider and the heathen to his holy mountain and eternal kingdom. Um, and then also talk about the peril of an everlasting exclusion from these glories if we don't believe. So we're called to live, like it, like uh, Psalm 112 says, as people of God. And so um, our passages today, they center on the conquest of God's people over all the world and the exchange of the earthly. And so what we have is we have choices of following earthly things or godly things. Uh, earthly things are corruptible. Godly things are incorruptible. And it says exchange of the earthly for the full blaze of God's glory. I, I read that and I thought that's really good. And where that reflects in Isaiah is it says for gold for bronze. So gold's obviously um, more valuable than bronze. Silver for iron. And uh, that's more, you know, silver is more valuable than iron. And then it says bronze for wood because wood's corruptible and bronze a metal so it won't stay as long. But this applies to more than metal. Um, later, it says peace for violence. And so obviously peace is better than violence. And then uh, the big one there, salvation for destruction. We're going to exchange instead of destruction, we'll have salvation and everlasting light. And that's going to be re in replacement uh, of, um, uh, I called it planetary life or the uh, solar system. The light's going to come from God. And this kind of leads us into Hebrews 2. Because Hebrews 2, they're uh, exhorting believers to remain faithful and to, to hold on to what we heard and to hold on to the promise of the Son and not slip back into the lure of the world and the devil. And uh, remembering that the things of the world are corruptible and the things of promise are valuable and incorruptible. And as Paul says, how what happens to us if we forget so great a promise? So we stay in the faith 
uh, by staying in our prayer. And I thought about that today, and I thought it's harder to move away from God when we begin and end each day in prayer. Uh, his word becomes ingrained in our mind and hearts, and we find ourselves being formed in his image and over time, and conforming more to the image of his people in um, Psalm 112. And again, I'm going to suggest you look at that again on your own time. So um, that's just a few thoughts about today's passages, and uh, we'll continue with a prayer for all conditions of men. And that's on page 32. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, would humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, most especially for those things that are on our hearts that we make, we, we make supplication to you at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, then unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment, and light riseth, riseth up in the darkness for the godly, grant us in all our doubts and uncertainties the grace to ask what thou wouldst have us to do, that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, that, and that in thy light we may see light, and in thy straight path may not stumble, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Very good to be with you tonight. Thank you, Robert, for co-leading with me. It's good to see you all. Uh, one more day in this year. That's right. Thank you. Thank you very much.